I welcome you all to another exciting video of Speaking's Managing Change series. I hope all of our viewers and their families are keeping safe at their homes. My name is Himanshu and our guest for today is someone who is a household name, one of India's most renowned political journalists, the host of the super hit series Viewpoint and the executive editor of CNN News Editing Network, Mr. Bhupendra Chaube. A very warm welcome Mr. Chaube and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, right. Manchu, so, and a warm welcome to all the viewers. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mr. Chaube. Uh, so, Mr. Chaube, I'm sure our viewers are eagerly waiting to hear your thoughts on the current happenings in the world. So, let's not keep them waiting and jump right into the first question that we have. Sure. Uh, so, right. Uh, so, in light of the COVID-19 pandemic that we are going through right now, it has essentially shaken the very foundation of the system that we are in right now. Uh, new That's roles right. and responsibilities have come up for each of us. Mm. In terms of, you know, media houses and news channels, what are some of the new responsibilities in the current times that you see evolving? Uh, well, uh, thanks for that question, Imanshu. And uh, first, let me just hope and pray that uh, all our viewers today who are joining this uh, this webcast are all safe and sound. Uh, and I and I would urge everyone to follow the restrictions, the precautions which are being suggested by the authorities. Now, to your specific question, that what are the concerns of the media and how is the media managing it? Well, I, I think I'm a living example of uh, of how we're managing it. Uh, let me share my own story with with all our, all of our viewers today. Uh, I've been, um, I've not been in Delhi. I'm not in Delhi right now. I've not been in Delhi now for the last two weeks. However, what I've done is that when I left Delhi, which was two weeks back, I carried some basic broadcasting equipment with myself. And uh, the broadcasting equipment I talk about is nothing else but just a mobile phone. So you know, if you have a, if you have a mobile phone, and uh, and you have a mic, uh, and you just have a stand, and you have a good internet connection. You know, you can uh, you can do broadcasting. So uh, if, uh, if if people have not watched what I've been doing from the mountains uh, all these last two weeks, I would urge you to you know to go and just go on YouTube or you can go on my Twitter timeline and uh, just go to the first pinned tweet. There's a playlist of all the shows that I that I do, and you just see the first couple of shows and you you'll get an idea of what I'm saying. So I think that what will happen now as we move along, because I think that the worst is still not behind us. Worst is still in front of us. I think that uh, many media houses may well be forced to adopt such kind of practices where, where, where journalists will just be asked to be completely on their own and, uh, and they'll have to figure out you know, how, how, uh, how, how this factor needs to be, to be looked at. Uh, usually I, you know, I have a big team, when I travel in Delhi, I have a producer, there's a local man, there's an engineer, there's a light man, there's a camera man, I mean, hmm. none of that is there, I'm just alone all by myself uh, and, I, and I do all this stuff myself. So I think, Technology being an enabler and, and people being encouraged to look at technology being an enabler and trying to do as much as you can all by yourself certainly is, is a lesson which exists today and I think is a lesson which is for sure going to be taken by the media for a very long time to come. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Very, very wise words and indeed true, indeed true. I mean, uh, this is certain, these are certainly unprecedented times and uh, you know, this is probably the new normal that we are seeing right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, coming on to the next question, ground reports have essentially, you know, always been a vital part of news reporting. And right now, we see ground reporters out there who are, you know, probably risking their lives to bring us, you know, coverage from across the nation about the happenings with respect to the pandemic. 
pandemic as of now mm-hmm. they are standing on the front lines how are how are you know what are some of the challenges that they are facing and especially how are their families coping up with them being out there while their families are you know still locked up inside their homes well you know i i i was i was asking frankly imanchu this question to my own self as well that here i am with all the years of experience behind me uh, and and have i chosen to run away from the battleground in a sense uh, is that the way to look at it or the way to look at it is that uh, well you don't know who the enemy is so i was thinking about coverage of war for instance let's say uh, and you know i've i've covered wars in the past whether it's kargil or it's iraq or or you know anywhere else the gulf war mm. what you tend to do when you are covering a war which let's say is the biggest exercise which any journalist could cover is that there is a certain protocol mm. that you follow you know you when the army tells you that this is where you will go this is where you go when the army tells you that this is where you will not go this is where you don't go that is because you have a finite defined enemy and there are some characteristics of the enemy that are known to you in the army but in this particular case how do you deal with the scenario where you just don't know anything about the enemy the enemy is this corona virus over the last couple of days uh, and i don't wish to scare anyone for uh, our viewers who be watching this podcast so i'm sure that all of you have heard about this that oh if someone is coughing and if someone is sneezing or if there is some high temperature then you need to be careful mm. but do you know that actually there is mm. another set of people also who may well be corona carriers without their own selves realizing that now those people in medical parlance are described as asymptomatic people now what am i trying to say what i'm trying to say is this that here's imanchu he's the host suppose imanchu and i in a digital interaction suppose we are together with each other now himanshu may well be a corona virus carrier but maybe his immune system is better so he does not know now mr chobe comes in contact with himanshu shakes hands with him mr chobe shakes hands with him or maybe is another at a close uh, at a close distance from him not realizing that he has any problem because he really has no problem he is not displaying any symptoms but he is a carrier of corona virus he doesn't know mr chobe doesn't know when mr chobe's immune system may not be as good as himanshu's music himanshu's uh, immune system then mr chobe will end up being impacted by the corona virus that is why i say that it is exceedingly exceedingly important today not to meet anybody and i say this with great responsibility anyone beyond your inner core if you are in a position in which you can live without meeting people please live without meeting people you know that's that's only way because uh, neither are we testing sufficiently enough nor do we know exactly how many people have really died because of corona virus you know examples are given that people died in india because you don't wear helmets and people die in india all the time all that all that may well be true but even someone dies of cancer or someone dies of pneumonia you know you know the reasons in corona viruses business in corona viruses case you just don't know anything about which is why my heart sinks every time i see a news report a reporter you know going to a hospital Uh, we've uh, at network 18 we've uh, we've taken great pains at telling reporters in fact our managing editor our managing director rao joshi has said that he wants safety first and story later so so you know that's that's my motto mm-hmm. uh, on on this particular story i may be i may be headed back to delhi next week to be back in the studio but even when i'm back in the studio i'm largely going to keep myself quarantined i'm not meeting anybody i'm not going to go out in the market i irrespective of who the person is and irrespective of what the stakes are best thing to do just to keep yourself as much away from people as you possibly can to that degree journalists without doubt are exposing themselves to great dangers 
you know, we're seeing examples where in Bhopal, for instance, uh, a journalist whose daughter had returned from London and he didn't know that the daughter was, was Corona positive. He came in contact with the daughter and he ended up addressing a, a, attending a press conference which was being addressed by Kamal Nath, who was an outgoing chief minister. It was an important press conference and the room was full of journalists. I imagine the plight. All those poor mm-hmm. journalists have had to go into self-quarantine because of that one person who was a carrier. Now there's an FIR which has been filed against him, but that's a different case. So if you ask mm-hmm. me, journalists are doing a tough job. Journalists today are doing an absolutely virtually impossible task. My suggestion to everybody, just try and be as cautious as you possibly can that one meter distance, it needs to be followed in total. Absolutely no reason why it should. Certainly very, very true and certainly to all our viewers listening out there, these are very important words that you should adhere to. It's very important as Mr. Chobe has rightly doubted, it's very important to isolate yourself, avoid contact with any of the people and you know, just just stay at your homes. This is the wisest thing that probably you can do to join the fight against the coronavirus. Right. Uh, our next question, uh, talking about the government, the government is certainly doing their part in combating the issue that we are battling at present. What What do you think can be the possible uh, pos- possible policy changes that we can expect from the government in the coming weeks with regards to that? I mean, we have already seen lockdown as of now. Do you think, you know, this might continue or do you see any other major policy changes taking place from the government's end? Well, there are two sides to the question. Uh, one is the policy part. Uh, and and in, when, when you talk of policy, you'll obviously look at economy and what are the steps which are being taken by the government. Uh, even today, the finance minister is meeting heads of banks and, you know, MDs. The, the focus right now for the government is to ensure that the credit supply or the finance supply continues unabated. Uh, that that should not be impacted. Hmm. Uh, and the and, and the second part of your question is, what does government do as a government? I was, uh, before this broadcast, I was hmm. reading an interesting piece which was written by Dinesh Trivedi, a former MP of, uh, of the Trinamool Congress. And Dinesh Trivedi was trying to be philosophical about it, that uh, this is a warning which is coming from Mother Nature. I think that governments, not just in India, but governments across the world, will have to look at the question of uh, of just how secure are you ready at the end of the day? You know, look at the billions and billions of dollars which are spent by the United States of America to build nuclear bombs. So we built a nuclear bomb, we'll build a nuclear shield. You know, we built all kinds of shields, but we've not built a virus shield. You know, so as we speak today in New York, on the streets of New York, there is army, there's paramilitary forces, and New York aren't really used to, you know, uh, to living in, in this kind of, uh, of a shutdown environment. So I suspect I suspect that this time around, you know, as we're looking at uh, as we're looking at all these uh, scenarios, uh, I suspect that things will be bleak for a for a very long time. Uh, as far as the economy goes, Moody's was already projecting economy to grow at 2.5 percent this year. I think it may well be negative growth because if there is no production, you can't have any growth. Uh, and 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 going forward, going forward, I think that you are in this now for the better part of the next 12 to 18 months. I don't see anything anything changing in the next 12 to 18 months. I think the focus right now for the next three months for sure for the government will be to ensure that the fatalities, the positive cases are kept in as much control as possible. And uh, the rest, I think the rest of of the questions, you know, the rest of the the stories will appear much later than much more. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. I mean, great, great thoughts indeed. Uh, 
maybe you know maybe the right thing for us right now is to just you know have faith in the government and listen to whatever they are saying maybe that's maybe the government is out there looking after us that's what we can do right now that's we can hope for right yes uh, next question and certainly a very very important one uh, the era that we are living in right now is the era of fake news whatsapp forwards facebook posts and even some websites online are peddling fake news like anything it is impossible even for the most learned and educated people out there to not fall for such fake news every once in a while the situation right now is super critical and with so much false information being spread like wildfires how would you suggest we combat the issue of fake news during these times i think you just need to be logical you know um, so let me share a story with you you know before this broadcast someone who was known to me called me and uh, and that person said that astrologically the worst is behind us that today was an important day and from today you know a certain planet is moving in a certain direction and now india is in control now if i was if i was a philosophical mind and spiritual mind and i have been no disrespect to anyone who believes in astrology maybe people do believe and maybe it works for them uh, i i think it's best to adopt the the rationale and logic behind every argument that you hear so let me just you know say a few things to you firstly please don't fall for this that you require to take a paracetamol the moment you have any any kind of fever please consult your local doctor uh if you have to be tested may as well get yourself tested but please for god's sake consult a doctor and don't fall for any kind of you know homeopathic allopathic or any kind of medicine all kinds of things are being said that you just have to well squeeze neem leaves and if you have water of those neem leaves you let them coming there is no medical evidence to suggest anything on those lines uh that's number 3 but the one thing which you should certainly do is to keep your throat as moist as possible see this corona virus and and i'm not a doctor but i'll share this with you because i've spoken to pretty much anyone and everyone who matters in in the medical profession uh, and anyone who, who of substance what i've understood is this that this virus basically attacks directly at your lungs and if your lungs are weaker so if you're a smoker maybe you're at a greater risk uh, if you are a senior citizen let's say above 70 years and if you have existing medical ailments say diabetes hypertension blood pressure sugar etc and if your your basic medical ailment is not in control then maybe you're at a greater risk so you need to be first and foremost you need to be fit you need to have better immunity system and and you need to get this thought out of your mind that the corona virus is not going to hit you because as i said a short while back for all you know you may be a corona virus carrier you may be an asymptomatic carrier you may not be a symptomatic carrier you may be an asymptomatic carrier but for you to succeed in this battle against corona even if you are asymptomatic carrier is for your immune system to be good so what i have been doing is that i have been trying to increase the capacity of my lungs you know because here i am in the mountains i take a lot of deep breaths i do a lot of mountain climbing when i do a lot of mountain climbing then what it does is it enables my lungs to grow the amount of oxygen which is available in my system anyone who lives in delhi or you know northern parts of india if you get your chest examined at any given point of time of the year you will find that your chest your lungs are basically working at around about 70% of their capacity in europe where the maximum fatalities have happened people are used to leaving a uh, leading a life where the lungs perform at 90% of their capacity so maybe we in india are far more adept at you know at living a life where the lungs are not performing at their utmost whereas in europe because they were used to this idea of 90% performance of the lungs so the 90 comes down to 70 then you get hit and you don't know what to do 
but if you're already existing at 70 you know your level of immunity that ends up becoming that much better so when you look at a whatsapp forward when you look at you know some tv report or anything just apply these basic rationale these basic logical points before you come to any conclusion and thumb rule please don't take any treatment whatsoever without consulting a doctor i'm saying this very clearly on record there is no doctor in this world there is no doctor in this world as yet who can tell you that pop this medicine and your coronavirus will be fine no such medicine no such vaccine exists as of now very true and very interesting for all our viewers out there just reiterating what mr chobe just said there is indeed no doctor in this world who has a treatment for what we are facing as of right now so just stay away from fake news and don't believe everything that you see right and coming to the next question uh, as one of the most informed people in the country what are the tips that you would like to share with our viewers regarding to how to survive this lockdown that we are in people are facing social isolation people are depressed locked in their homes there are memes going on that you know even the introverts are feeling locked up so what what are your thoughts on this how do we survive this well uh, well first and foremost you know i mean you can be a part of the broadcast like himanshu's broadcast uh and uh, and you know you should uh, uh, you should uh, so what i do i'll share with you what i do and maybe i'll ask himanshu there is a link i'll put this the links there you are welcome to see so i do a simulcast on periscope which is a twitter app it's an app on your phones you can just download the app periscope and then on facebook lives so i'm doing a simulcast each day at 12 noon and at 8 pm where i'm simply telling people talk to me you know often we don't have anyone to speak to if you feel like sharing something if you feel like you're know, sharing some deep insecurity if you just want to well, drop in it's like dropping in for a cup of tea dropping in for a cup of chai you want to or a cup of coffee so just drop in to that conversation you guys will enjoy that i do a lot of audio conversations i had neeti and i get all kinds of you know newsmakers stakeholders on the broadcast i had ranveer shauri the star i had neeti ayog vice chairman uh, rajiv kumar the other day i had pushpa mishra from bollywood so i get all kinds of people rishikesh kannan was there in the morning uh obvious rj valentine shipek very renowned musician he was there he performs sometimes uh, you know digitally as well so i get out all kinds of people on this broadcast You're more than welcome Uh, to join me 12 noon uh, you can follow me on periscope and you can be a part of that it's an app on your phone or you can uh, you can just uh, you can come on the facebook live stream of news 18 and you will see that i do that every every day at 12 o'clock in the afternoon and 8 pm in the evening the other suggestion that if i may make other than of course you know watching netflix reading books and spending time with the children take this also as a time to do some self introspection you know i'm um, so let's say i'm you know i'm i'm 43 now uh, and these 43 years of my life what is it that i have achieved what are the good deeds that i have done if you can if you when you wake up when you wake up and when you're sitting idly doing nothing when your family members are not around you just have a conversation with yourself you know how often do we have conversations with ourselves we never manage to have a conversation with ourselves you know so if you can if you can ask yourself that one good deed that you did you know think about it it will give you happiness and it will fill your mind and your heart with hope you know think about what was the good deed that you did for that impacted someone positively at the same time also think of who was that one person who you felt really let down with maybe your boss your junior colleague you know your friend your girlfriend boyfriend whoever you know someone who you thought was was the person that you be with and maybe you must have done a lot of things you know, for that person then that person ended up being a genius Think about it. 
you know pain emotional pain is also a great cathartical moment it's a it's a it's a terrific tool of catharsis it helps you heal from inside i think what we require as a society and as a nation today is that we need to heal from inside and this healing process can start only and only once you yourself get to know of yourself better we don't spend enough time in our lives to try to try to get to know of ourselves who did who really hurt me the most you know who really loved me the most who did i love the most who's the person for whom i did the best possibility think about all these questions and i kid you not i kid you not you will really feel happy from inside and when you feel happy from inside that's a time when your immunity system is you know it develops at the highest all your hypertension and all your worries where's my salary coming from i'm going to pay the emis etc all that you be taken care of very interesting and i totally second that i mean this probably is the right time for self introspection and to all our viewers out there do check out mr chobe's broadcast on periscope i mean i'm sure it's going to be fantastic and we'll have more similar discussions that the one we are in right now so mr chobe i think this is the last question that i'll ask and probably then we'll you know take one or two questions from our viewers Sure, uh, sure. so my last question to you is uh, once we are all past the covid-19 scare how long do you think its impacts are going to persist and are we mentally and you know economically prepared for it uh we need to be mentally prepared for it without doubt see being being prepared for it economically is a is a different ball game altogether because i mean you know the world economy has come to a standstill you know when you have big big mm. when you have country like china china which was largely responsible for uh, for such a massive uh, manufacturing across the world when the chinese economy has come to a standstill when india which is the biggest market has come to a standstill when america which is the biggest financial market which has come to a standstill for, for us to you know take a calculated bet a calculated assessment of just how long will it take for us to to get back to normalcy i think uh, uh, is not the right stage as of now uh, but from all that i can gather that this story is not going to change for the next 12 months so if you were asking me from a from an economy point of view i don't see things changing things turning around for another 12 months but if you are asking me that how do you how do we prepare ourselves from an infrastructure point of view from an individual self you know point of view which i think is a far more important question i think all these steps that we are taking today of social seclusion isolation etc we need to we need to stay with these steps we need to wash our hands we need to you know maintain a certain higher degree of hygiene uh, and and we just need to we need to change a few things about ourselves let me say this very clearly you know we need to maybe maybe do that one thing every day even when we come out of this lockdown where we would have gotten on to a bike or gotten on in a car and gone somewhere you know maybe in a radius of 2 to 3 kilometers i think that short term driving that needs to stop that short term driving needs to be replaced by walking uh, look at look at delhi's aqr level today i mean delhi's aqr level is 38 i mean phenomenal you know i uh, i mean i never thought that i live to see a day where the aqr level is 38 40 so that's that's what's happening that's what's happening that you know mother nature is healing itself uh, if we need to well live on this planet and if we need to you know uh, to enjoy our lives then i think that it's important that we take this as a lesson take this as a lesson and uh, well you know we just tell ourselves that uh, that fine we've come this far with some degree of difficulties that we're going to stay we're going to stay on the course you know so that we need to we need to prepare ourselves mentally better is what i feel
be strong as individuals very insightful very insightful and i i i what i personally also feel is that probably mother earth is presently you know self cleansing because of so much of pollution and so much of you know uh, so much of you know stuff going on around now we are seeing a lot of news when you know people are, are actually you know seeing wildfires coming back to places the sky is clear we can finally see the blue sky after such a long time so yes that is that is in a way very true very true <laughs> so right i think we have a question from uh, the person who didn't write the name so the question hmm. that one of our viewers is asking is what should you do when one is faced with the dilemma of whether to be with your family and assist them in this time or stay away since there is a chance of being a diplomatic career yeah so depends so you know depends on uh, depends on where you are if you are in a different city and your family is in a different city then my straight advice to you is stay where you are just don't move out uh, don't even make the mistake of moving out uh, but if you happen to be in the same house uh, or or you know in the same flat or something uh, then depending on what the situation is if if let's say in your family there are five members and if five of you are staying in a well sealed apartment or a house one complex uh, and if none of you are showing any symptoms then so be it but all of you need to be clear that none of you is going out if one person is going out on a daily basis then let's say you know because my family is here but if my family was there in noida uh, where i stay and if i was going in and out every day then i would have you know i would have isolated myself i would have kept myself in one room i would not have met my family members we could have been on different floors with different rooms but i would have avoided contact with them i would have ensured that all the services which are being touched by me uh, my family members don't come in contact with that stuff so i would have done that for a week to 10 days because i may well have ended up becoming a symptomatic carrier if i was meeting everyone you know i mean one of the reasons why i'm here is because i don't meet anyone there's nobody who comes to meet me i don't go out anywhere i'm just in the middle of mother nature there are lovely views mountains i have a huge estate i can you know just be by myself in this lovely estate to find and uh, you know simply feel comfortable so no need to feel guilty stay where you are you much better off that way hey fantastic and i think we'll have this as the last question because we are running out of time as well sure, sure. uh one one of the attendees is asking that today we have a flurry of misinformation floating all around how do we verify information and know the credible sources so i would urge you that what you do uh, what you do is that uh, if you guys are on social media you should follow verified handles you know verified handles is a handle with a blue tick so if you want to follow journalists or if you want to follow doctors or whoever just ensure that you're following the right people you're following people like i because i have a verified handle i never verify i never tweet anything which is not verified so you're welcome to follow me i put all kinds of informations and articles there just don't fall for these tricks of you know of what is uh, of what is a cure see there are too many people around today who are tracking corona by a case by case basis and there are a lot of agencies from government to everyone uh, that's all right you know to get give yourself a birds eye view but don't fall for this that you know you do this then you will have better better precaution and better safety feature i think the only safety you have is you can completely seclude yourself you can completely isolate yourself don't meet anybody and if you do have to go out maintain proper precautions wear a mask wash your hands don't be you know maintain that 1 meter distance from people ensure that you're nowhere near anybody who has the ability to sneeze very simple any droplets see the virus travels through droplets so uh, if you if you are any if you're away from all that i think you're good thank you so much 
uh, to all viewers out there if you like this video please do not forget to give it a thumbs up and share it among your circles to spread the much needed credible information from mr chobe 